Greetings and welcome to Inside Baseball with Old Chestnut. I'm Liam Allen with Morris Sachs. Good evening, MB. Good evening. Um, how are you? To, how are you this fine evening? Wonderful. I'm looking forward to summer. I th- it's, I, it feels like summer. Mm. Uh, the buzz is uh, is palpable, and I'm 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 very happy about uh, about everything in general. I have no complaints. What's the complaint about? Wow. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, good for you. I've uh, I've had some uh, not good news, but uh, good event. The uh, the youngest graduated from mm-hmm. uh, law school yesterday. Congratulations! So, um, my work here is through. Right, I got uh, three off the payroll, mm-hmm. and uh, they're good uh, American citizens or American slash Canadian, as the case may be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Uh, I got two cases of bimble delivered today. Nice, which is great. It's nice, except it's the second time I, you've plugged it. I, well, here, so here's the story. I made a mistake of giving the name last week. I know. So when I ordered more, <laughs> I paid full retail. Good for because, you. Because uh, I'm a man of that's ethics, nice, right? Right, right. So um, you did you that, have to demand? Did you have to insist that he take your money? Oh no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just, just for the record. Thank In you. In fact, um, I got one of those questionnaires. You know, one of those mm-hmm, automatically mm-hmm. generated. So, I'm like, okay, I'll fill it mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and so one of the questions was, why did you uh, buy it? And uh, there was a, you know, item E was other, and you could fill it in. Mm-hmm, and I, mm-hmm. I typed guilt. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Good. So. Um, Anyway, I had coffee with uh, a former colleague of mine today at the Lakeside Diner. Oh, lovely. And, uh, yeah. I love uh, that place. It's great donuts. The best. Is that a plug? Uh, I'm, I have no problem with that. It's been there forever, and if there, if people people yeah. swap it, they're not going to get a seat anyway. So, um, yeah, and good. there's no, and they make it pretty clear there's no bathroom. <laughs> cash only, too, right? Is that a cash holding? Uh, well, usually might as well be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good choice. So you had coffee. Um, and what was the tone of this discussion? If you don't well, mind it, me asking, it it was actually uh, th- this former colleague has become a devoted listener, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> that fucked me up a little bit <laughs> <laughs> because this was supposed to start out as a couple of guys. Michael right. Ball's yucking it up, yep. and I think I think there's over fifty billion dollars <laughs> of assets under management. Listen, right, right. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Oh, well, they, they, we picked a good night to pick that uh, to point that out. <laughs> oh my lord! Um, yeah, it's funny how these things work. Um, I think um, I I didn't check, but I think we've moved up a couple of notches in Latvia. Maybe uh-huh. we were number seven. Number um, six. Well, if we're going to acknowledge any countries, it's got to be New Zealand and Australia. Yes. Okay. Really? Okay. Well, I mean, I'm a big fan of both, but uh, why yep. Australia? 
Because uh, Dudley's down there? My guess is Dudley's down there, and I don't know. Maybe they're, uh, you know, they're good, logical, pragmatic, uh, fun people. And, you know, that what what's what's more fun than this? So um, yeah. I assume they tuned in for the laughs. And uh, and New yeah. Zealand, uh, you know, they piggyback with, uh, with them. But, um, yeah. yeah, it's nice to get emails from listeners all around the world. Um, yeah. Wow. So, um, you know... Like, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, Lakeside Diner. What'd you have? You had coffee and you chatted. Um, I had coffee. And, and can I be I, nosy and ask, like, uh, what was the optimistic, pessimistic? Uh, um, it was a little bit. So it was somebody my age. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, it was a little bit of, you know, uh, two old friends chatting, frustrated with the political correctness mm-hmm. of the world. And um, so this is someone that is tangential to the financial markets, okay? Mm-hmm. And they saw that uh, Morgan Stanley picked four men to vie for the, the head job when the Gorman guy Gorman retires. He in says three, three years. years. Three years, yeah. right. Good luck. Yep. Take the over and, mm-hmm. and bet it all, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, the person said uh, well, those four white men, and I'll tell you what. I gotta admire the the chutzpah because, and this is this person's words. Over at Goldman, you got DJ Sal mm-hmm. turning the thing into a, a mm-hmm. you know a lovey a mm-hmm. lovey love affair thing, mm-hmm. and um, I cracked up right because yep. it's apparently either we have. <laughs> I've rubbed off on this person <laughs> right. or they reached their own conclusion. Mm-hmm. This person's a free thinker. So I, mm-hmm. I just think, and by the way, that, that's the poster child for dopiness. Oh, um, really? Opinion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. No. But, um, you know, uh, I got to tell you something. Um, there were a few things that happened this week that I, I wanted to, to focus on for a couple of reasons. One is I, I think they were, um, they were fairly significant. And two, mm-hmm. I really felt like it did a crummy job last week, and I, I just feel like I, I, I want to get my game up a okay. little bit. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm going to try and avoid uh, the jokes for okay. a while, but uh, you know, there's probably no escaping that. But, mm-hmm. um, so what I like to say is this is the week that the uh, tuition bills went out for the, mm-hmm. tr- for the market trading. Okay, yep. um, So I, I, I don't, you know, these, these things all blend together. But the poster child for, uh, uh, you know, the escalator up, elevator shaft down was mm-hmm. the, was the Bitcoin, mm-hmm. and um, now, uh, I mean, clearly, I like to puss on the thing, but let's step back a minute and let's use it as a lesson mm-hmm. because I think there's some things in there that uh, I think are valuable, um, no matter, you know, no matter. Mm-hmm. what you trade um the the first yeah. and well, most important thing is uh you saw what happens when you have a market any market which reaches euphoric levels okay mm-hmm. it goes up and up and up and then something happens kind of the exogenous event and you get the you get the collapse and you turn into this kind of black hole of selling. Um, uh, interestingly enough, the friend of ours that has been to like 40 fish concerts 
and has never once heard Fee mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sent me this thing. Mm-hmm. And on the day of the big sell-off of the Bitcoin, 775,000 accounts were stopped out on margin. Mm-hmm. So that's what happens. You get mm-hmm. guys over their skis. Yep. And um, there's that saying, you know, the margin clerks take over. And their job is not to protect the customer. Their job is to protect the firm. Mm-hmm. Now, I'd be lying to you if I could tell you how this Bitcoin thing works in terms of like margin liquidation. I, I'm never going to spend one half of a second on that because it's not worth it. But I do know how it works in the real world of investing. And when you open an account, okay, at a, any brokerage firm, uh, maybe Robinhood's different, but I doubt it. But you basically give up all of your rights. Mm-hmm. They can do whatever they want, ostensibly. Uh, and if you put the money in a margin account, you know, square that, mm-hmm. meaning to the mm-hmm. second power, yep. right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, if they're worried about uh, um, your ability to cover the margin, they don't care. They just start shooting, yep. you know, getting rid of stuff. So mm-hmm. that's one of those things when I come back to talking about, you know, managing positions having adequate capital, right? Because uh, if someone else has taken your position off for you, nishkit. Yeah. You know, it's like, what's that thing I like to say? Um, Panic never never made a good bargain. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but um, we we saw something during the week, and I'm going to pick on uh, Kathy Wood for a bit. And... Uh, to try and keep a professional, uh, I'm not going to poke fun at personalities, but um, what I'd like to do is use this as sort of a um, a way to explain how I looked at the market when I was managing positions and um, even now when I do my own stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think uh, my opinion um, and – uh, uh, I don't know if it's necessary for me to go through and, and give my qualifications to have these opinions. Should I just shoot no, from the hip? No, or? just go. Now, anyone that's okay. listening already knows the deal. Okay, okay. So I, I, I think I'm qualified to, to comment on these things. You've and, been in a and, similar situation with similar numbers. Well, I not I've never managed a stock portfolio. I've never managed real money, and so the truth is, I've not done that. Okay, but um, you know, uh, it's like that line from uh, Michael Clayton: "I'm not a fixer. Mm. I'm a janitor." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. And yep. anyway. Uh, if anybody really thinks I don't have the, the of course. Uh, qualification t- mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. opine on this, they can mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they can turn it off now. Mm-hmm. How's yep. that? Yep. Okay. So a couple of things she did or said to me are textbook red flags. Red flag number one was the comment about not worrying about redemptions. Yep. Okay. Yep. Remember, like the stupid question. What keeps you up at night? And mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. Stupid. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, uh, I, you know, I worry about people taking money out of the fund. 
That's mm-hmm. what I worry about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so, you know, uh, job one, like what's, what's job one for a politician? Get reelected. Get reelected. Okay. What's job one for a risk manager? Come in to work the next day. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, in a case where you're managing real money, mm-hmm. you're only in business if people give you money to manage. So yeah, you got to be. You gotta, mm-hmm. okay. So that to me was a red flag. Okay. So <clears throat> if uh, that's a red flag, this is double red flag with the checkered flag crossing the finish line yeah. into 500. Yeah. Okay. So I don't, I'm not going to attempt to quote it. But the gist of it was, um, we're buying more Tesla down yeah. here, and um, we think the portfolio is going to triple over three years, which is yada, 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 yada. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to focus on this, co- this, this concept of adding to trades that are going against you. Okay. So uh, there's a couple different professionals who've mentioned this sort of thing. There's the Paul Tudor Jones, who in his Class C office building when I met him in 1987, had a piece of notebook paper ripped out of a spiral notebook, stuck to the wall with a tack. It said, Mm -hmm. losers, average losers. Wow. Yep. Okay. You know, I mm-hmm. I haven't been in touch with Paul in a long time. I I don't know how it's worked out for him. Hopefully, mm-hmm. he's done okay. Mm-hmm. Um, then, of course, there's the book that I insisted you read, uh, which I insist pretty much anyone reads, which is Reminiscences of a Stock Operator. Mm-hmm. And you know, I didn't bother to uh, uh, pull out the quote there, but on many occasions. He would say, you know, if he puts a position on and he's losing money, the market's telling him he's wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that was a book written about him and co-authored by Jesse Livermore, thought to be one of the all-time great stock market speculators. Okay. But just to show you, I'm a multifaceted Renaissance man. Mm-hmm. Okay. I read something recently from a university university of chicago social scientists okay mm-hmm. and he talked about people who are in cults mm-hmm. okay i'm gonna put my glasses on and, and read sure. this a little to you Just don't says, touch any keys no i'm not or, touching right, any keys good. no 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 i get that the irish guilt if i touch my keys <laughs> here it goes the more you invest in a set of beliefs the greater the sacrifice you make in the service of that conviction, the more resistant you will be to evidence that suggests that you are mistaken. You don't give up. You double down. Mm-hmm. This is a social scientist. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about Wendy Rhodes from mm. Billions, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, yep. this guy wrote yep. this thing yeah. in 1950-something. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You know, you're seeing, uh, you know, bad behavior now. Oh. Warren Warren Buffett, uh, who completely goat, 
greatest of all time, okay? But he also gets another little little tag from MB, which is most disingenuous of all time. And I and you know, uh, as you know, I make a point of doing very little preparation for this, mm-hmm. right? To mm-hmm. me, it, mm-hmm. that it's, yep. I can't do that. I just right, got to right. turn yeah, up and hope did, for yep. the best, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I verified this. There's a movie called Being Warren Buffett. Okay. And so at the beginning of the show, he's sitting at like a high school class. And uh, I'm sure I didn't notice, but I'm sure it was completely, you know, divided up racially. Mm-hmm. Right. Perfect. And he goes on and he says, I'm going to give you a little example. I'm going to give each of you a present. Tomorrow morning, when you wake up uh, and look out in your driveway, there's going to be a car. It's it's your favorite car that you want. There'll be a little bow on it. But the catch is, this is the only car you're ever going to get. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're going to take good care of that car, right? Because mm-hmm. it's got to last the rest of your life. He said, well, now let's think of it a little differently. You only get one body and one brain. And right now you're young and you feel good, but you need to take care of your body mm-hmm. because as you get older, yada, 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 right? The next scene, he's driving to work and he talks about how he's been doing it for 50 years. And the best part of the drive is there's a McDonald's on the way. Oh, yeah. And yep. so, <laughs> yep. So, you know, in MB's mind, fast mm-hmm. forward to that mm-hmm. movie, Supersize Me. Of course. You know the one I'm talking uh, about, right? Of course. Of course. Um, yep. So, you know, on one hand, Mm-hmm. You got one body. On the other mm-hmm. hand, he's having McDonald's mm-hmm. for breakfast. Yeah, with a, I know. With, a, with a Coke. With a Diet Coke. With a I Coke. Know. Secondly, <laughs> he's probably going to that Goriatz place or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's getting okay. a steak for lunch. Yep. Yep. And who, uh, you yep. know, who knows what he's having Take for care dinner? Of your po- body, yeah. Pork rinds. Hey, whatever, whatever Charlie. I, I don't care what Warren's eating. Warren's got a good number going himself. But whatever Charlie's eating, um, sign me up. Give me that diet, and because uh, he's he's got to be nine. He's ninety and change, right? I, I think he's ninety-one. Yeah, whatever yeah. he's eating. If I have to go to McDonald's every morning to live to ninety, look, Mickey D's it is, Char- my friend. Char- Charlie ain't going to McDonald's. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> different cat. <laughs> yeah. So why did I bring up Warren Buffett? I brought up Warren Buffett because he gave the example, you know, when you look at the stock market and the the price of your stock goes down, think about it like this. Let's say you like hamburger Mm -hmm. and the price of hamburger goes down. All of a sudden you can buy more hamburger and you like hamburger, right? Mm -hmm. So he's, he is on the surface making it sound like, well, if your stock goes down, it's good. You just keep buying. Once again, it's disingenuous, okay? Because uh, there's different aspects of this, which I would like to point out to you are how he operates. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, you will obviously recall I've talked about how I've been lucky enough to trade very large positions. Okay. Yes. Well, uh, I, he trades large positions as well. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you have to be early and you 
can't put the whole trade on at one price. So if he decides he wants to buy XYZ, mm-hmm. okay, and he can get a toehold in the thing, right? Mm-hmm. He buys a bunch. Yep, but yep. He keeps stuff in reserve unless the information changes. But if they just kick the shit out of it for no good reason, then he's there to buy. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is he has a massive amount of cash. Legendary. So, so Mo- it's, yeah, he's got it, the most cash. Yeah. <laughs> so he's got plenty of room to right, add. Right, right, and now, right, right. And, and, and now to tell you, he just doesn't buy stuff because it gets cheaper. Look at what he did with the airlines during the mm-hmm. pandemic. He decided, mm-hmm. you know what? Mm-hmm. I don't like them. You know what? Maybe I don't like hamburger so much. Yep. Maybe it ain't hamburger. Maybe mm-hmm. it's something else. Yep. Yep. So I think this notion that, you know, you can just, you know, buy on the way down, not not a big deal. Yeah. Uh what happened to uh, you know, long term capital? You know, once again, too big added to trades as they went against them. Yep. Um I, I'm not gonna tell you that. I never added to a trade that went against me, but uh, I would say in many instances, that was part of the plan. Like we would build a position and give us some room if things got kind of out of control. But it was all going in, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Yep, and, I understand. Um, I understand. Uh, this kind of mid-course correction um, you know, I just don't, I just don't see it. Uh, so, um, what do you think about buying it and then going on TV and all, and the, the, you know, that aspect of it? Yeah. It's know, one thing to buy it, but it's one thing to go and to buy it and then go on CNBC and pump it. Well, you cool with that? No, I, I'm not. I, 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 first of all, it's anathema to how I did everything, right? Right, 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 um, right. And, and so, uh, here's kind of a thing, you know, uh, trades are, they're, they're complicated, right? It's not just, it's not just figuring out what you want to buy or sell, mm-hmm. Okay. The hard part to me happens once you have the position on. Now, there's different kind of trades. There's trades where you just, you know, one of your 13 stocks. You've mm-hmm. decided unless something changes, you're just sticking those things away. Okay. Um, then there's event-type trades where you expect – a merger to happen or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, right now for me, uh, I'm facing really the most challenging kind of situation with these metals. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, I also, uh, have a friend who I believe thinks the price of oil should go substantially higher. Um, Interesting. In my case, and I think in this other case, uh, these trades are expressed through options. Right. And um, 
options, you pay a premium. Uh, and uh, after a certain amount of time, they're either, the, they're either in the money and you make a little money or break even, or they expire and they're worthless. So the clock is ticking on these things. So what, what makes it so hard about this? It's you look at a set of circumstances, okay, and you decide, okay, I think this trade's going to work. So you go in and you put on some percentage of your, of your risk, not all of it, but some. And then you sit back and in the back of your mind, you kind of tell yourself, okay, go ahead and work now. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, if you're really good at this sort of thing, and this is what's gets complicated with the psychology. If you're really good at this sort of thing, you're going to notice stuff before other people. Right. Because if you saw it and everyone else had figured it out, the price wouldn't look as attractive to you, right? Okay. So now you put this trade on and you wake up in the morning and it, it didn't work. Like, oh, okay. You know, for me, you know, uh, a month goes by, nothing. Uh, then it worked for a while. Now it hasn't worked for a long while. Now it's starting to come back into vogue. Um, It's very challenging because how do you balance this notion between are you right and other people haven't recognized it or are you wrong? And the simplest way, I think, to approach this is to say, okay, I'm right. This is what I'm going to commit to. And, you know, giddy up. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. uh, particularly hard for me in that, you know, uh, maybe I suffer from some extreme uh, uh, over um, appreciation of uh, my skills. But literally every day I walked onto the trading floor. And every morning when I get up and I turn the bloomberg on, I expect to make money. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've, yeah. I, so I was riding with Jason a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and he was he's he won the World Masters Mountain Biking uh, this this whatever year this was some number of years ago, and we were talking about it. Of course, we're going up Mount Lemon, so I'm trying to get him to talk. And, mm-hmm. You're listening, yeah. And, you know, he doesn't talk a lot. Right, 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 right. But he was talking about how for a couple of weeks before the race, he just started to visualize winning the race. Yep. It, and he didn't make a point of it. It just it sort of became sort of like a vision to him. Yep. And he said he lined up at the starting line, and, and yep. when the gun went off, it was like there was – it was like the sun's coming up tomorrow, mm-hmm. and and you know that's mm-hmm. winning mm-hmm. any bicycle race, right? I mean, only mm-hmm. one guy wins, and yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So, um, and that's how it was for me with with trading. Yeah, I, I mean, to the, it's an incredible to, feeling. I know what you mean. But once yeah, you fully I, processed it beforehand, and then you walk in, and the market and the bell rings at nine thirty, and you're 
and you have that feeling. Um, I mean, I did it with Leadville. I I did the same thing. I mean, they every video they they or tutorial or you know tips and hints says visualize it. You know, you know, picture yourself finishing the fourth lap. You know, finishing the last climb and getting through it. And as hokey as it sounds, if you've if you've processed it already, um, you're it's it's. Yeah, it's it's magical. It's See, magical. I was I was thinking that um, in uh, in um, Black Ops Torture, they could have someone in a room with the eyes open, and they could show him, uh, or show that person the the um, uh, Columbine climb. Mm-hmm. 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 That's the oh. climb, right? Yeah, yeah, Columbine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, from Lakeith. nine thousand to twelve thousand feet or whatever, where what, people what look keeps, like ants. What keeps me up at night? It's yeah. that thing. Oh, by the way, um, <clears throat> newsflash: uh, old chestnuts going riding tomorrow. And oh, really? Are you going? Uh, are you yes, doing gimbals? I'm. I'm going to gimbals tomorrow. That makes me really happy. You're carrying the torch. Well, we'll see. I uh, short. You're gonna do short. <laughs> I I've been riding I've been riding pretty well. Um I don't know. I, I don't I don't I don't yeah. know. That's good. Then don't mess it up and don't t- do anything stupid on gimbals. <laughs> it's just showing up. As I can't stupid. believe I, I I was just gonna say as I say it, as the words come out of my mouth, you know. But you know who to stay away from and you know, like yeah. the sa- the the pla- the safe place is in the front, so you stay in the front so you don't end up with the idiocy in the back. Yeah. Well, um, one of my friends. Uh, You'll have a, a, a an acquaintance with you. No, this guy's a friend. I, I'm mm-hmm. trying to think. Remember, we had dinner with the uh, Mike and the Mad Dog guy up at Modern. Of Barn? course, yep. That guy. That was the cyclist, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's gonna mm-hmm. he's gonna mm-hmm. awesome. escort me. Oh, know? good. So you have a bodyguard. That's yeah. a good one too. Oh yeah, he doesn't he yeah, don't good, take no good, shit good. off anybody. Um, so in, anyway, uh, you know, I, I guess the couple of lessons here are the notion about adding to bad positions, being a liquid. Uh, I thought I could make a whole lot better of a well, presentation. Well, let, let me ask you but, one more about yeah. it. Um, the other aspect is that she builds a big position in these companies, okay? Yeah. You know, like the t- whatever, the top 10, she's got... I don't know the statistic, but whatever. She has a lot of weight in these small companies. ARK does, you know, so yeah. that just yeah. compounds well, some the risk. people. Some people are really good in concentration. So uh, I'm a big fan of Bill Ackman. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mm-hmm. mentioned that I yep yep I I uh, yep. Have, I've never invested with him in terms of stocks. We've been partners in real estate, and I, I think he's very talented, bright mm-hmm. man. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he runs a very concentrated small portfolio, meaning small number of stocks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but I think generally their their mainstream businesses that he thinks that they can make adjustments and improve them, and then he has some sort of diversification across industries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't. I haven't looked at the Arc portfolio. I'm not gonna. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's it's just technology, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Well, yeah. You know, they pulled the plug on that thing. 
Mm-hmm. And um, yep, you know, but it's it's interesting to go back to this this concept of uh, um, you know people that have a set of beliefs and they they um, they have conviction mm-hmm, and. Mm-hmm. And they just won't listen to the other side of stuff. Yeah, and that's that's why I think the 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 Bitcoin situation is an is an interesting model because this week China twice said they're going to crack down on the the mining and the trading. Yeah, and I think they were going to say they're not going to allow Bitcoin for payment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's yep. another one of those countries Imagine where that. like, yep. you know. They'll just go out like they did in Turkey and just start grabbing guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. By the way, I haven't heard of anyone coming back from the from <laughs> the calling in, in Turkey. Have you? No, no, no. Okay, no. it's not funny. I shouldn't even laugh. It's about not. That. It's not funny, but it's like you. Yeah, I, we called it, and you know what? Yep. People think it's 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 all fun and games till somebody mm-hmm. puts out an eye. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. So you got China twice, right? Mm-hmm. You got. Um, the Treasury announcing that any transaction of ten thousand dollars or more, you've got yep. a file. Yeah. Okay. You have the IRS getting their budget bumped up by like ten times. Saw that. The, um, Yellen talking about how uh, this crypto stuff is rife for money laundering and avoidance of mm-hmm. taxes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, so going from 66 to 30, does that make sense? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess. And you know what? When you see 775,000 accounts blown out because of margin, Liquidated, yep. you yep. expect to see a bounce. That's mm-hmm. that's like one of those technical things in the market. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But And I think the Bitcoin started to work its way lower towards the end of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know... People still own it, right? Oh yeah, and absolutely. If, if if they told me it was a Honus Wagner card mm-hmm, or a mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Babe yeah, Ruth sure. card, okay, yeah. I, I, that's fine. Yeah, good on you. Yeah. But this notion that they're gonna like use it to buy buy stuff, how, how is that gonna work? So, for instance, you sell widgets, right? Hey, how about that guy whose bars for sale downtown? So it was for sale for sixty grand on on Monday, and Friday you're going to give it away for for thirty thousand, you know, because he wanted Bitcoin for it. So well, that's what, yeah, exactly, exactly. And and so you know, what what are you going to do? You're going to say, oh well, I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. oh yeah, we had an agreement. I'll honor that agreement. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Yeah, so. So that's so that's no good. Um, but you know, people are, are are have turned this thing into um, a dogma, and and mm-hmm. what I find mm-hmm. is, and one of the things I wanted to be careful of tonight was not say anything inflammatory mm-hmm. about anybody because yeah. you lose the lose the high ground, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. you know, everybody who likes the thing when he runs into when that person runs into someone else who doesn't like it it becomes a personal attack oh yeah right have fun staying poor you don't get it yeah i mean maybe i don't get it but you know cult it's a cult uh, it is a cult yeah 
So yeah, there you uh, there you go. But people are so there's that story I've talked about, like in the late 1800s, about the somebody invented a process using lead and seawater, and yeah. they they turned Making it the into gold. gold. Yeah. yeah. And then mm-hmm. they discovered it was a fraud. Imagine and that the stock didn't go to zero for mm-hmm. months, mm-hmm. right? So imagine that. Yeah, you know, um, you see other things going on which are just fascinating to me. So you had this. Uh, I saw this in the 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 grants, the daily grants, which mm-hmm. I shared with you. I, I shared it with you because it's um, it's free, right? Yeah. So I don't want to yeah. violate any copyright. I appreciate so that. I don't yep. send anything. Yep. But um, there was uh, a doctor who a doctor who was bitching about what was going on with SPAC prices because he put half his money in SPACs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I, he must be a medical doctor or a doctor of philosophy because, I mean, I <laughs> who the fuck does that? <laughs> He's not an econ, not an econ. No, and and my favorite thing was, and this is this is just awesome. Talk about talk about <laughs> cover Sports Illustrated. Alex Rodriguez, I've heard of him, aka A Rod. He's a baseball player, correct? Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 and and a damn good one. Oh yeah. At, Wait, I like A-Rod. I'm not I, here to bash A-Rod. No, 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 I, no, no, but he... Uh, but, I, but I'm did, ready to. <laughs> didn't he have a little trouble with steroids? Oh, yeah. That's no big deal, though. Come oh, on. it's not? No. Well, how about the... That, Everyone else is doing it. You mean that, um, that I'm famous... A big, I'm a big pro-steroids guy, for the record. Oh, okay. Because, you know, there was that guy, um, Lance Gunderson, yeah. Yeah. who won the, the, mm-hmm. uh, the Tour de France seven times. Big fan of his, too. Yeah. Totally fine with all the, all of his behavior. Yeah. He you know, Gunderson's his last name, right? Is it really? I think so. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I mean Armstrong sells mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. jerseys, but mm-hmm. um I don't know. I mean drugs. Come on, are give not... me give me give me the A Rod quote. Let's let's focus. Let's before we go down the lance before we turn into that. What okay. was A Rod's quote? Because you know, and this was in now you read this as a research note. This is a research note that you get every day? Um, I think it's four or five days a week. You can sign okay. I think you can get it for free. Okay. Um, okay. I mean, who doesn't like free? Absolutely. Right. It's a no-brainer. Um, right check? Every... <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't have the exact quote other than, like, he likes the space now. Yep. Because, oh, because all of- the amateurs are out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I gotta. I, I the, the tone of this is. I'm not being very nice tonight, am I? That's all right. Can I ask you? Since we've done all our fooling around, all right. Since we're done with that, we've been fooling I, around. Right. Exactly. I thought I was serious. No, you can't take ARK serious. No, you can't do it. Okay. Um, let me ask you, since you were in Turkey and you were tar- and you, you were sure. in China, can yeah. we talk about global problems? Can we talk about the other headline that's been on the cover of the Times every day this week? Um, well, because I can I, fix it. I promised Cheryl I wouldn't talk about any politics. Okay. So the the stuff going on in the Middle East, if that's what you're alluding to, 
Uh, I, I promised her that I wasn't going to go into that. That's a headline that bothers me. Um, and China bothers me. There's still a little bit of, uh, of tension in China and Taiwan. That bothers me, too. That, uh, I can talk about that. Okay. Uh, I don't have a lot to say other mm -hmm. than uh, I think they make most of the, the semiconductor chips in Taiwan, mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I know China kind of looks at that thing with a little bit of envy and thinking, I'm sure at some point they're going to take a run at that thing, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a concern. Um, well, do you, it, like, it should be, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think that's a problem. What What was your question about Turkey? Oh, uh, no, I was going to ask you about the Middle East. Um, but if you don't want to talk about it, I don't want to talk about it. There's nothing I, to talk about. It's a, it's, it's a millennial-old problem. We're not going to fix it tonight, so let's move on. I, I, I would say the official line out of the Sachs household is that we'd like to see peace there. Correct. And uh, to the yep. extent we have a ceasefire mm -hmm. and cooler heads prevail, mm -hmm. um, that's that's what we would like to see. Okay. How, is yeah. that benign? No, that's fine. No, that's totally fine. I'm just, yeah. It's been going on since I was a kid. It's been going on since you were a kid. We're not going to fix it. Um, but fighting over that square of sand, man. You know what's kind of funny about the thing? I don't know if I said this to you last week, but... I didn't go to Israel until I was uh, 57. Mm -hmm. Did we talk about this? No, but I remember... Okay, well, let me let me give you a little... Just Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you hate I, traveling, so you I, went to... I, right. I hate traveling, and I didn't want to go there because I had in the back of my mind um, it wasn't safe and, sure. uh, you know, yada, yada, yada. But what I noticed was 100% of the people who went... Jews, Gentiles, Christians, mm -hmm. Muslims, mm -hmm. agnostics, 100% of them came back saying it was either one of or the best trip they'd ever taken. Yeah, I believe it. And some of these people are just pain in the ass people. Mm -hmm. So they, mm -hmm. so I'm like, at some point I'm like, wow, I got, I, okay, uncle, I got to mm -hmm. go. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. Cheryl had a reason to be there for one of her, uh, 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 event things. Mm -hmm. So I went along and um, I got a chance to go by myself and kind of see the things I wanted to see instead of the, mm -hmm. you know, everyone wants to see this or that. And I got dragged around. You know, I came out of the hotel one day. He was supposed to take me to the Dead Sea. Mm -hmm. You sure I didn't tell you this? No, not okay. about the Dead Sea. No. Okay. So I come out of the hotel and uh, the guy who's my guide is a former Mossad officer, right? And I met, I met him the day before, and I, the guy's got a sense of humor, so, you know. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So, so anyway, we're supposed to go to the Dead Sea. And so I come down with a bathing suit and flip-flops, and the guy's name, I think, is Eric. And so I said, so Eric, let me get this right. We're going to drive for two hours to the Dead Sea, right? He said, yeah. And then I'm going to get in the Dead Sea, and I'm going to float for like a half hour, right? He said, yeah. And then I said, we're going to get in the car, and we're going to drive back two hours, right? He said, yeah. And may, we may stop for lunch in there, right? Mm -hmm. He said, yeah. I said, would you be upset if I didn't do that? I, 
you know, two hours in the car mm-hmm. one way is one thing. Mm-hmm. Two hours round trip, right? Yeah, it's a and long day. I don't. I'm not. I'm not good in the water. Mm-hmm. Like, I, right? I don't. I'll really see you swim. enjoying that. No, I no. So he looks at me. He says, "It's your day. What, what do you want?" And I said, "You know what I want to see? I want to see where all the the fucking problems happen." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're in this area, um, and. Uh, we kind of go east. Yeah. And uh, I don't remember exactly the name of the town, but we got very close to Bethlehem. Of course. And of yeah. course, that name I can remember. Right? Sure, sure. But what I saw was how geographically Israel is set up. And now, you know. I'm terrible with geography, mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm. But there's an interesting thing. They talk about problems on the West Bank, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know where the West Bank is? Adjacent to uh, the, uh, the waterfront there. It's on the waterfront. <laughs> um. It's <laughs> as far east in Israel as you can go, and they call it the West Bank. Amazing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you have... The Gaza Strip. That okay. Uh, that's the Gaza that, that's, Strip. That's yep. all the way west. Okay, and that's then what you I'm have the of. West Bank, which is all the way east. Okay. Now, right. right there. Immediately, okay. we have problems. Right. So, um, irrespective of this latest tragedy crisis, okay, what I found was being boots on the ground there. And seeing how these two people, these two peoples are yeah. intertwined. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's difficult to have a very firm opinion uh, without seeing the situation. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I guess that is a little bit inflammatory if it gets read that way. And I don't mean it to be. But, you know, just for for some average schmo, you know. Right. For me sitting in my closet here to mouth off about Palestine and Israel is just comical. Well, you know, you have the right to your opinion. And, you know, I think the best thing is what I said earlier, which is, you know, we're just hoping that the thing de-escalates and they can work out something. And, um, you know, but... It's hard to be optimistic because, as yeah. you point out, it's been going on for a long time, and but it's it's heartbreaking because yeah. you know uh, nobody wins, right? Right? No, I know. So no, I just see that that's people pay it to people pay attention to that. That needs to be paid attention to. That's a problem um, that I feel like a lot of people don't don't really pay attention to, you know? I think people like you and me do. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I don't know. You no, know, it's, it's, it's relatively intractable. Um, <clears throat> you have the situation. This is the first time I really understood what the word intractable meant, which was when they talked about the Northern Ireland situation mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the IRA. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, I... 
once again, like, what it's funny I- you say that. I've been there, and I've walked through those towns uh-huh. where there's literally a fence down the middle of the street for, like, the Catholic side of the street and the Protestant side of the street. Still, to this day, I mean, there's it, they call it a peace wall, okay? Quote, unquote, Yeah, that's great. Wall. Yeah. Yeah, a peace wall. Yeah. No, this is two years ago I walked through there. Yeah. Oh, did, yeah. I don't, this is derivative, but um, our first Greenwich Capital office uh, in London, mm-hmm. was blown up by the IRA. Come on. And, uh, I mean, I think it was a tribute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. wasn't there. Uh, this is then, what year? Like 98, 99 or something? No, 92, 93, 94. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then sometime, maybe mid-90s, later 90s, uh, I was in our London office of Piccadilly, and I sat in a stairwell with 50 other people for about six yep. hours. For, because of a bomb There was a bomb on Piccadilly. Yep. Our, our yep. office yeah, was yeah. in Piccadilly. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah, those two I'm conflicts. Glad, I'm, those two. I'm glad it didn't happen now because, you know, um, I don't think I could go six hours. <laughs> right, <I'm> just, <laughs> right. Can we wrap this up? <laughs> <laughs> or someone go get me a bottle. Right, right, right. Amazing. Um all right. Well, those two. Yeah, I mean, those two things. I just wanted to see if you had a take, and if I could get, if I could drag something yeah, out on I, that. No, you know, it's like I don't know how. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. How you gonna? Right. How no, you I gonna know. win? I but mean, those it, are the two. Those are the two conflicts that I just don't understand why they can't just stop fighting over those little squares of land. You know. Um, but anyway, that drags down the market. So that I wanted to ask you. So like that does that stuff permeate the market? That's a global no. macro concern. The market doesn't mean, care about that. I mean. Israel Palestinians? Yeah, that no, conflict. Zero. That con- doesn't zero. It doesn't matter. No. The the more cohesive or the more the more important thing is if it turns out that Iran is the yeah. one that triggered the conflict. Mm-hmm. Right? Because um Yep, yep, yep. So uh let me let me branch off from this a little bit because this yeah, is yeah, yeah. so one of the things I really try and do, especially as I get older, is to be a second, third, fourth order thinker, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I've read this new book by uh, Malcolm Gladwell. I think it's called the 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 uh, the Bomber Mafia. Okay. Okay. So um, I like reading stuff about war, in. Uh, not in any way to trivialize it, far from it. To me, war is the most significant thing that happens in humanity. And um, so you have so many things that go on in such a complicated system. I think that you can learn a lot. And, um, and, I, I treat that with utmost respect because, you know, civilizations are destroyed, people's lives are taken and ruined, and millions and millions of people die, right? It's yeah. just that uh, you really have hyper-focus on stuff when that's involved. And so, uh, you know, World War One was a bunch of people Right, it was just a meat factory, and trench so, warfare. Trench warfare. Nobody wins. The whole thing's yeah. a disaster. So some guys 
as they're thinking as they do, you know, the airplane's invented. And so a group of guys in the United States start thinking about how are we going to win wars but not kill as many people. So they were thinking about they could go and they could bomb um, strategically important places. And the, the early thought would be, and this is what I would have thought, which is bomb some bridges, mm-hmm. bomb some uh, fuel depot. Airstrips, yeah. Yeah, airstrips, okay. And that was pretty good, but, but what they figured out was um, bomb the ball bearing factories. The reason being there were like four or five of them, mm-hmm. and they were all in the same place. Wow. Right. And yep. if you took them out, forget it. Forget it. It was over. Everything right? needs a bearing. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this is beautiful because I wanted to loop this into how it would work in the market. Now I have absolutely no fucking idea where I was going with this. <laughs> I guess the point is that, you know, you can't necessarily look for first order things. You know, mm-hmm. if you can think a little bit yeah. further down the road and, um, so coming back to uh, second, third order effects, right? So you know that we had the colonial pipeline shut down, right? Mm-hmm. And that was $5 million, $4.4 million, whatever. And uh, so, so, so we were told. Yeah. Or, well, okay. Yeah. Well, let's just, for, for shits and giggles, let's just, let's yeah. just say that number is fine. So apparently they paid the ransom right away Mm -hmm. and it took four or five days is, is we said, right. It takes a while to uncludge the thing. Mm -hmm. And then I even saw once they got the, the fluid moving again, that, um, there, there were other issues that they still, okay. So I saw it two days ago. Let me see if I can, I wrote this down. CNA insurance in March paid a $40 million ransom. Yep. Imagine that. So, yep. why, you know, when were yeah. they going to tell everybody about that? Yep. They weren't. Yeah. And, you know, I, yeah, they I weren't. Guess they got, I guess they yeah. got shamed into it. But yeah. the point is, how long are we going to let these things go on, right? How long are you going to allow people to extort money from American companies? Bingo. I mean, look, I, I'm i going to plead ignorance here, which is maybe it's happening to German companies, maybe it's happening to French companies, maybe, it, I, I, maybe it's happening yeah, to Canadian yeah. companies. Uh, it must be, right? But, you know, the means of payment right now is in this crypto stuff. You, you know, and, and look, people can put their money wherever they want. That's the beauty of being in America. Right. Mm -hmm. But you're facilitating, you're, you're, you're part of a marketplace that is helping extortionists, human traffickers, drug dealers. Don't complain when your gas price goes up to $5 a gallon, you know, 
because they sh- because your coin pals shut down the pipeline. You know, you want to if you want to knuckle around in Bitcoin, that's the derivative effect, right? You know, it it yeah. I mean, it it, fe- it, it feeds it. It, it. it feeds it. It gives it. It gives it the ability to. Yeah. You know, I, I saw in my um one of my little zero hedge glimpses. Mm-hmm. You know, I almost never read that thing. You know, hardly ever. Maybe like, just, maybe just like, the headlines? maybe when I get back from church mm-hmm, before mm-hmm. I, you know, take the dog for a walk. Yep, yep. Be- but somebody wrote an article talking about how, you know, they use money, they use dollars, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Well, so the thing is with the dollars, okay, it's the government in the United States, number one. Number two, you probably haven't ever thought about this, but, um, the dollars that we print, it's free float, mm-hmm. meaning the government, it's basically the government's borrowing money and not paying interest on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you know the best part? Tell them the best part. The best part is the government can say, you got 90 days to turn your money in because the money that's out there, no good. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Frankly, I've wondered why we haven't done that because it's some crazy number and I'm just going to pull a number out of my ass, but Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. like 80% of the hundred dollar bills are outside of the United States. Wow. Is that right? Well, it's something. It's something like that. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 So I I mean, to me, how freaking awesome would Mm -hmm. that be? Yeah. And then the underground economy. Oh yeah. Wow. And and by the way, if so uh I have a friend that has mm-hmm. you know 20 30,000 bucks sitting in their safe in their house. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darien. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or New neighborhood. Yeah, New or, Scar- yeah. or Scarsdale. I can't yeah, remember. Scarsdale. Where yeah. Archmont. Um, so uh um let's say for instance this thing happens yeah and they cancel all the money and uh they'll issue new money and let's say you you've you've missed the deadline mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you just go to the bank and you say here's my 30 grand i was mm-hmm. out of town mm-hmm. i you know i didn't feel well whatever and you fill out a note to the treasury mm-hmm. and they write down your address and they take a picture of your photo id and they're like don't do that again, right? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, she will yeah. let you slide this time. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so I don't think comparing dollars to this stuff is uh, yeah. So anyway, I don't know. Do we do a better job this week? Yeah, absolutely. This is week nineteen. I mean, we've done nineteen of unbelievable. them. Unbelievable. Hey, by the way, you know, uh, so these fish tickets. We're supposed to go on sale yesterday, right? For the Halloween run. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the car going to the city at one o'clock. And like at one o'clock, I hit the, you know, purchase tickets. And it says, You're in a waiting room. It'll be six minutes, right? Yeah. And then it's ticking down and it goes, you know, oh five, oh four, oh three, oh two, zero zero. And then a new screen comes up. And it starts at 20 minutes. And oh, then it starts shit. ticking down. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. And I nuked the thing. 
And um, I, I don't know what's going on with that stuff. I thought we had a friend that could uh, had somebody to take care of that stuff. You know, like a, they had like an entertainment director, look, if you will. Here's because I am not beneath asking for a favor. Here's <laughs> the story. I haven't so, even gotten permission, so I'm ahead of myself. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> the, here's the story. If you can buy them online, you buy them at cost. Mm-hmm. So I signed up for like tickets ahead of time, figuring if I get good ones, great. If I don't, I'll pitch them. So I've got tickets for uh, the 28th and the 30th, okay? I paid $85 for these tickets. I can sell them now for like $350. Yeah, I'm sure. And they're they're, they're okay seats. They're not great seats. So I figured anytime I can buy tickets, I'll just buy them. And yeah, then, of course. You know, whether you can go or yeah, this yeah, guy yeah. can go or that guy can go. Yeah. Um, so maybe we could have an inside baseball with old chestnut party in Vegas. Live from Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Inside Baseball. Uh well, you know what? I'd love to stay, but I gotta get some sleep because I got a big ride tomorrow. Enjoy. Be safe. I'll talk to you soon, my friend. Okay, pal. Have a good one. Thank you. Cheers. Bye.